Hey everyone, and welcome to Refinery Life Australia. I'm Gary Hoban, and I'm the Senior Pastor and Lead Elder of Refinery Life Church on the Gold Coast. If you're on the Gold Coast, come and join us as we meet together and we share in the Word of our Lord. We meet at 9.30 on Sundays at 23 T.E. Peters Drive, Broadbeach. And more details are available on our website, which is www.refinerylife.org. Join me in the Lord's Prayer before we start. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. You know, it's important that we we pray the way Jesus taught. And the Lord's Prayer is, is, is exactly that. And the biblical teaching of stewardship involves more than the practice of tithing faithfully and bringing generous offerings. Stewardship includes everything. And that's what we've been discussing for the past couple of weeks and and we will do for, for maybe another one or two weeks. And today we're going to talk about the secret of giving thanks. Yeah, this came to mind because Thanksgiving is coming up in America. But, you know, I thought to myself, in Australia and, and many other countries, what do we know about actually giving thanks? Because we don't see it happening enough. Let's pray for our offering before we go any further. We don't do offering messages at the refinery, but we do every single week. Pray over our offering, that God will multiply it and get it to where it's got to go. Father, it is right to give thanks to you, O God. Even those who come today with heavy hearts can rejoice in the knowledge of your love for them and for your presence within them. We lift our voices today happily giving thanks to you, for you have blessed us in so many ways. We thank you for giving us an appetite for your word and a thirst of the living waters of eternal life. May we, like your Son, Jesus Christ, not only speak love, but show it as well. And it's in his mighty name today that we pray. Amen. The text we'll concentrate on today is Psalm 107.1. It says, O oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his mercy endures forever. And the scriptures will work through a Psalm 107, 1 through to 9. Let's continue on in verse 2. It says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy, and gathered out of the lands from the east and from the west and from the north and from the south. They wandered in the wilderness in a desolate way. They found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted in them. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distresses. And he led them forth by the right way, that they might go to a city for a dwelling place. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he satisfies the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness. How good is that? And then let's look at Philippians 4, 4 through to 13. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, 
but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Verse 7, And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Then it tells us to meditate on these things. Look at verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. Then goes on and talks about Philippian generosity in verse 10. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, now that at last your care for me has flourished again. Though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need, but I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I've learned both to be full and to be hungry both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. What fantastic pieces of scripture they are. The Psalms have been, for faithful Christians, a source of song and praise and along with the Lord's Prayer, the pattern of our most joyful and earnest prayers. It has been said that Christians cannot really learn to pray unless they come to the Psalms. And that it is a dangerous error to think that the heart can pray by itself. It is then that we confess, we confuse, sorry, wishes, hopes, laments, and rejoicing, and all of which the heart can do by itself with prayer. Have you been in that position before? Where your heart wants something so badly that you confuse it with prayer? And we confuse earth and heaven and man and God. Prayer does not mean to simply pour out your heart. It means to find the way to God and speak with him, whether the heart is full or empty. The Psalms are full of the range of human emotions, all offered to God in prayer. In the Psalm today, the prayer is one of joyous thanksgiving to the Lord. In this text, we will discover the secret of giving thanks. And the first secret is that we're able to do the following. We're able to celebrate the goodness of God. God's goodness is illustrated in different ways throughout this psalm. He delivered them from their distress. He brought them out of darkness and gloom. He broke their bonds. He healed the sick and delivered his people from destruction. He made the storm still and the waves of the sea were hushed. He raises the needy out of affliction. And the people of God are called to be thankful to a God who is good. The joy of giving thanks to a good God is too much for a solo voice. It requires choirs of people. So this psalm is sung as well as prayed. The Lord is good. Let his people praise his name. And the second secret to giving thanks is to do the following. Focus on the main issues of life. The psalm has painted four pictures of people who have been forced to consider the main issue of life. First, there are travelers who lost their way in the desert wilderness. They circled in a desert where there were no familiar landmarks. Alone, hungry, thirsty, they were ready to give up when they called to the Lord and he led them by a straight way till they reached a city to dwell in. The second picture is of captives who suffer in terrible prisons, covered by darkness and bound in irons. The third is a widow 
Sorry, the third is a window. It's a view of the extremity of life revealing those who are sickened and barely able to stay out of the grave. Through all sickness, and though all sickness, is not a result of sin. Sinful ways do bring deadly illnesses. And the fourth description of terror is of sailors who are helpless before a relentless storm in verses 23 through the 27. Now the Jews weren't known for their sailing ability. The sea was a special terror for the Hebrews. And in these illustrations, the psalmist reminds us of the primary issues of life. A person may complain for not having expensive shoes to wear until he sees someone with no feet. A person might complain about not being admitted to a prestigious university until they meet a child who is mentally challenged. A person might complain about the Bible version you call and you read and you, and you proclaim, not realising and not sometimes caring that there's people in the world that don't have a Bible to read and are persecuted if they do. Giving thanks wells up in the hearts of men, women and children who know the difference between necessities and luxuries and who have learned to be grateful for the basic joys of life itself. The New Testament gives its own word of grace to those trapped in the despair described in the four pictures in this psalm. For lost travellers in the desert, Jesus is both the shepherd and the way. For captives in dark prisons, Jesus is the one who gives deliverance to the captives. For those who are sick, Jesus is the great physician who cared for the sick and healed the ones who came to him. And for those at sea who fear their lives, Jesus is the one who spoke to the storm, Peace, be still. When you can't do anything else, pray. When the world caves in on us, when we can cry out for the Lord and he will hear us, the secret of giving thanks is partly discerned when we face trouble and realize that all things are not equally important. When the basics of life are provided, then is the time to start giving thanks to God. And the third secret to giving thanks is this. Remember the source of our help. The people of Israel understood, as this psalm clearly shows us, that God was the source of their strength and deliverance. He had brought them out of bondage. And he had led them through the wilderness. And he would bring them home safely. If we are to be thankful, we must remember from whom the blessings flow. Who do we thank for the joys of life? Who do we thank for each and every day? Who do we thank for our children? Only God is worthy of gratitude. And the fourth secret to giving thanks is this. You need to take time for gratitude. After God's deliverance of the people, they took time to be grateful. We've often wondered with amazement that of the ten lepers who Jesus healed, only one returned to say thank you. And we're often guilty of the same carelessness, aren't we? When we do not give thanks, it is simply because we're not willing to do so. It is as simple as that. As we finish up today, the secret of giving thanks is simple. Firstly, you must be open to the goodness of God. Second, you must be willing to focus on what really matters. 
Third, you must remember where your help originates. And fourth, you must be willing to take time to say thank you. Now you know the secret of being thankful. What are you going to do about it each day? It's something I want you to dwell on this week. And I want to encourage you, as I do every week, to be diligent with your Bible study time. Because God has so much more for us that we can get from just going to church once or twice a week and hearing someone else talk about the Word. When you spend time with God, your life will change in amazing ways because God is a Redeemer. There's nothing that's too hard for Him. And it can make you whole, spirit, soul, and body. And you're important to God. You know that already. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. But you're also important to us at the refinery. When it comes to prayer, we believe that God wants to meet your needs and reveal His promises to you. So whatever you're concerned about and need prayer for, we want to be here for you. Even if you just want to say hi, you can contact us on www.refinerylife.org or via any of our social media channels. And until next time, stay in the blessings.